0: Welcome
1: to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of our new IAB UK Connected podcast, where we'll be getting news, views and advice from across our sector during the COVID-19 outbreak. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler. And before we get stuck into today's episode, allow me to draw your attention to our newly launched IAB UK Connected hub. It's full of helpful resources, inspiration and practical advice from across the industry to help your business adapt and get the most out of remote working, including this podcast. You can find it at ibuk.com forward slash connected. And on that note, Digiday's Lara O'Reilly joined me to chat about our new work from home routines. Of course, when I say joined, it's obviously via Zoom. We're all about the social distancing in the Chandler residence. With the majority of the digital ad industry decamped to their studies, makeshift or otherwise, how are we all adapting to the new nine to five? And from Zoom Zumba to Slack contests, how are businesses engaging with and motivating their staff remotely? I started by asking Lara, what were some of the most innovative work from home stories she's come across so far?
0: So for most people, working from home does mean some upheaval. Um, Obviously we need to have some perspective, we're being asked to work from home, we're not being asked to work in an ICU ward for 12 hours. At the same time, this is a creative business and it's one that relies heavily on face-to-face meetings and those serendipitous moments that can spark ideas or seal deals. So obviously everybody has um, tried to adapt quite quickly to using Zoom and Slack and Hangouts and Skype and Teams and all those um, things that provide kind of touch points to the outside world. And so yeah, I, I asked around about some of the things that companies are doing to make sure that for those people who do struggle um, with that upheaval and maybe feel a little bit lost or isolated without contact or team with their boss, Mm. uh, how they're helping them kind of keep sane and and also structure their days. Um, And there were some really fun ones in there. there. There were the obvious things where companies are just trying to make what was physical um, digital, so yes. the happy hours and lunch breaks and fitness sessions—they've all become virtual now. But there were some really fun ones in there. Like um, Incubator has kicked off a, a daily five-minute afternoon dance party, and there's a <laughs> dedicated Spotify playlist uh, held over Google Hangouts, and everyone just kind of lets go for five minutes, and then they um, take it in turns to be the DJ. There were some other really nice ones, um, again about mixing the kind of physical and the digital, I suppose. So video amp is shipping uh kettlebell bells and dumbbells directly oh, to school. wow they can do home workouts um there was also there was some nice ones around um food as well food can be a, a great morale booster so um digital decisions which is a consultancy and most of which are based in the netherlands so when i was actually writing um this article this was when we were this was kind of early last wo- last week so we yeah. were not really in the lockdown period then, whereas um, the Netherlands had had moved into more of the state that we're in ar- around about now, um, only being able to get out for food and so on. Um, and there, as you'd imagine, supermarket stock is often low in supply mm. of, some of the essentials. So they're launching a Wheel of Fortune competition where the CEO... Um, he has this, I can't remember what it's called, I think it's called Wheel of Names or something like that. But if you, if you Google Wheel of Names, you can find it and the winner receives like an Uber Eats voucher or a Just wow. e voucher of their choice. Um, and similarly, um, just lots of people have been getting creative around, you know, if there's anyone in their business that run that in their spare time does yoga or Pilates, yes. they are becoming the kind of point person for lunchly, uh, that sort of lunch sessions and uh, and so on. And th- the, yeah, there's, there's just some really nice, uplifting examples. Um, yeah, at a time when a lot of people might not have a home office set up, yeah, they yeah. might have um, an, you know, an ideal workspace. They might share with people. So it's just all little things that can help you um, just have some structure in your day and. One example as well, um, so Goodloop has given all of its employees 50 pounds to spruce up their home. Yes. So buy a plant or um, you know, buy something like a monitor that might just help you work better. And Amy Williams, who, who runs the business, she, she she built it from her kitchen table, so she kind of understands what it's like when uh, you kind of wake up and then walk two minutes, uh, not even two minutes, two seconds, <laughs> two metres, and then you're a woman. <laughs> yeah. So just little things that can help you. Um, you know like a plant pot all those those kinds of things just makes you feel like you've created a space that you delineate work from home and then once you shut the laptop that's it and you move into the other space
1: and the the structure thing is is i guess personally i never realized how important it would be but the temptation certainly in the week we've done so far is you kind of fill your day with calls so you know you're basically sat on a video call for seven hours and kind of forget that you need to do some stuff at the same time and I wonder whether that's our own um I think Bruce Daisy says it best that people are 30% more stressed when you work from home because you're constantly trying to prove to everyone else who maybe isn't that you're skiving and then now we're all in this boat it's kind of maybe we feel like we've got to be on these calls and we've got to be doing productive things um how's it been for you has it been what you know two and a half weeks of of hangouts or zoom or have you managed to get stuff done as well
0: yeah, I mean, you know, for us, this is a huge news story, which impacts mm. every part of the uh, the industries that we write about. So I've kind of never been busier, really. But I guess um, the, the thing that I've always found difficult is not letting kind of work bleed into the yeah. rest of my day. So I'm trying to get better at that. Um, but as, you know, as i say it's all about perspective i have to write some stories and speak to people on zoom i'm not putting myself in the front line so i'm just yeah you know, i'm grateful that i'm that i'm busy
1: yeah um you, you, uh, another piece that you wrote as well was about um uh telly and thinking about uh viewers uh, actually am i making that up have you written a bit about telly or-
0: <laughs> yeah no i've written about um <laughs> us tv i've written about um the fact that, so the obvious one, kids' TV ratings are up, but this is obviously a great news mm. story for kids' TV networks that have obviously been struggling as kids mm. move to Netflix and, and YouTube, um, but now they've obviously got more times in their de- time in their day, sorry, because they're not at school, and even their kind of virtual lessons have been, you know, the hours have been drastically reduced. Yeah. And then the other one I wrote about was about um, automotive. Yes. Our advertising has who
1: seems slightly immune to it which is is that just because it's a purchase decision is years rather than like an impulse thing or
0: so there's a there's like a huge caveat paragraph <laughs> in, in all of it so <laughs> it's remained resilient for now so whereas so airlines obviously just yeah. like shut, shut everything off um obviously with tv um a lot of campaigns are pre-booked yeah. and there's not you, you can kind of do to get out of them so what um, a lot of the companies have been doing is switching their messaging to being far more even empathetic. So there's there's even um, you know, Toyota have run a campaign called "We're Here for You." Um, mm. There's there's lots of kind of variations on that theme, or there's kind of they're, they're promoting kind of financing deals to buy now, pay in twelve months, that kind of thing. So just to make make the most of it because they've they've paid for this space Got anyway, it. and obviously they don't want it to be jarring. At the same time, I say so this focuses on the US, but car plants have been shutting down Mm. all over the country we still don't know you know consumer spending is obviously going down um particularly on kind of discretionary items luxury items and you know people the the, so the the thinking was that the spenders remained resilient because car sales have have long sales cycles so You know, you see an ad now, but you might not buy that Rolls-Royce for a couple of years. Um, <laughs> don't think Rolls-Royce are advertising, by the way. So. No, um, no. But, you know, um, that That's kind of the thinking. But yeah, as I say, at the same time, um, one TV executive told me that the, the cancellations have started coming in. The, yeah. the other reason that it was resilient is March is a very big um, sports month. In the US, they have March Madness. Oh, of
1: course, yes. So the,
0: the problem, and so obviously, like, all of those campaigns, uh, these are, like, big-ticket uh, ad slots. So yeah. they've had to kind of, the networks have had to try and find them inventory elsewhere. And obviously, the biggest audiences, some of the biggest audiences right now are news networks. Yeah. And, yeah, the, the ad prices there just are a little bit different. And then you've yeah. got just the other problem that not every advertiser wants to appear are on those channels and surrounded by those stories although in tv it's a little bit less of an issue than it is online unfortunately as far as just brand safety adjacency. Yeah.
1: and i think all of that is yeah i mean they've had all the hangover from not wanting to the publishers of not wanting to appear around brexit not wanting to appear around uk election you know even here i think they've had a pretty rough ride on um you know the content verification side probably feel they've got the. Um, um, the, the not so good end of the stick on that. And then, of course, you've got coronavirus dominating the news cycle and probably some reticence from brands not in, not wanting to appear around that as well. Yeah, it's
0: been a real issue. I mean, even um, I wrote a piece last week about, so it was kind of obvious that the immediate kind of reflex would be, yeah, you know, add coronavirus or COVID-19 mm. to my block list. But what was kind of an issue is that this also affects, um, and, and also a lot of advertisers ban, um, not banned sorry block more kind of broad categories so coronavirus falls into kind of natural disasters or um ah,
1: god it's it's been sees that.
0: That, that kind of thing so it's not just the specific keyword it. it's, mm. it's being categorized is that the problem is, is is you know this is the only story in town at the moment yeah, um, yeah. If, you know every you know even your travel page is going to have coronavirus stories your, you know mm. there's no escape so it's really affecting you know even home pages and we've seen you know the new york times and the wall street journal and i've, I've been on the guardian where you've seen um i won't name the uh, the companies but you you you've seen these these ads being blocked and being replaced with these um kind of replacement creative wow. because obviously the advertiser feels yeah. uncomfortable but it's kind of a, it's just a silly issue um particularly because we need these websites more than ever we need yeah. journalism more than ever right now and that you know the shortfall from the travel advertisers and yeah um yeah airlines and, and so on and hospitality we're not always going to be able to make up like for like at least immediately
1: yeah. in
0: subscriptions so it kind of seems a little bit silly that advertisers want to block that
1: yeah um on, on advertisers uh, which which uh uh, Rishi Sunak is being touted as having a good crisis, given maybe comparable with right. some the ones around him. Do you think there's any brands that are having a inverted commas good crisis? I mean, you've had the LVMH stuff, Brewdog are producing hand sanitizer and giving it away free, supermarkets to an extent where they've you know made special hours for NHS workers or for uh, more vulnerable people. Uh, any other brands that you've seen that you think are um, you know, have been all the talk about purpose and actually walking the walk, which is probably the best thing to do right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think the most important thing right now is is companies should be really thinking about the way that they look after their employees and their mm. customers. And when we do emerge from this crisis, people are going to remember the companies who forced their employees to work yes. neatly, like the non-essential retailers, Um I won't name them, but (laughs) probably know who I mean, or you know, construction companies and and others that didn't treat their employees with the respect um, that they deserved. And as you say, I think like you know, this is kind of the time for companies that are in a position to help to do so. And I know I did see some kind of clap back at the you know, the Brewdog and LVMH stuff, Um, but you know, at the same time, okay, fine, publicity stuff, but at least they're doing something. They're, they're also shifting resources during a period of great uncertainty and probably kind of financial strain yeah, totally. to lend a hand. And then yeah, just on, obviously any company that is pivoting to making alcohol, you know, sanitizer or scrubs, uh, the ventilators. HR. I think some of the, ventilators like like that. That. Yeah. just all of these companies, um, like i think calling it a good crisis is uncouth but i just think this is mm. like they're they're doing a good thing in a crisis yeah. that should be applauded and remembered
1: yeah totally and, and i think to your point on we'll remember the ones that maybe uh didn't necessarily do the right thing soon enough i think we'll also remember the ones that that come out of it and maybe did do the right thing and took some risks i mean i think i read the founder of BrewDog talking about they've had to close down all of their pubs effectively that they own you know no yeah. one's buying loads of it Probably didn't have to do that. And I think he said there's loads of uncertainty around jobs, but that was the, uh, the right thing to do. Um, just to, to, to close it, Lara, we're asking two questions of uh, our guests that come on the podcast. The, the first question, um, very apt today, are, are you a Disney Plus subscriber? And are you enjoying the delights and the fruits of Disney Plus today?
0: So this is probably really controversial, but I, I had a look at the library today and there wasn't really anything that caught my eye. i <laughs> And there are so many episodes of The Simpsons constantly being aired on TV, um, most of which I've probably seen. But um, yeah, I'm not really a Star Wars fan or a Marvel fan um, or an animation fan. Um, So no, sorry. You're out.
1: There's there's plenty of other things. Um, And the last thing is, can you describe for us the view from where you're sitting right now?
0: (laughs) Um, I've got a sleeping cat in front of (laughs) me. I, which I'm very grateful for because she hasn't been asking for attention during this. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm in my, my living room set up um, working from the kitchen table. Well, I have an open plan kind of living room, dining room thing. So working from the dining room table.
1: Nice. And coping uh, admirably by the sound of things. Um, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing all the bits that you're covering. Like you said, I mean, it's, it's probably never been a busier time for you. So, uh thank you for just taking the time and sharing us what uh what you're coming across at the moment and uh we will catch up with you soon
0: yeah thank you keep well the iab uk podcast
1: And thanks again to Lara for joining me. That's all for this episode, but I'll be back later in the week with another podcast instalment. In the meantime, make sure you check out iabuk.com forward slash connected and let us know if there's anything you'd like to contribute. Just email podcast at iabuk.com. And as ever, don't forget to share, rate us and spread the word. If you want more information on what the IB does and how you can get in touch, find us online at iabuk.com or at iabuk on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe, but more importantly, stay home. We'll be back soon with more. Bye bye.
0: IAB UK building sustainable future for digital advertising.